Welcome, Welcome to the D-Bronx Podcast, a Denver Broncos podcast for fans by fans. If you want to hear what the experts have to say, you might want to go somewhere else. But if you want to hear the latest news, analysis, and opinions from fellow diehard Bronco fans, you are in the right place. Now, three guys who take Bronco football seriously, but not themselves. Your hosts, Austin, Ian, and Kevin Etheridge. Welcome back to D-Bronx Podcast 2023. We are finally into 2023 season. I know it's been so long since we've recorded a podcast, and I just want to say personally that we are so sorry for any of the listeners that uh, that missed us. You probably didn't. It's, go- it's totally fine, too. But my name is Austin. I am joined here with Kevin. Goody, good day, everyone. Wherever you're, li- depending on where you're listening. And then Ian. Virginia Beach, how you doing? <laughs> Virginia Beach, okay, fair enough. We are just stating our locations. Okay, Coeur d'Alene, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia. Awesome, yep. Uh, so, this is exciting because we are recording this on Friday, uh, September the 8th. And what, what we just witnessed uh, within the last 24 hours was the division rival Kansas City Chiefs losing at home, mind you, to the Detroit Lions. And we'll get into that in just a, we'll get into that a little bit, but I just ha- I I was so excited to watch that game. I I literally called it because I was talking to somebody before the game and I said Kansas City does have Mahomes. But Lions got a better roster, and I think they have a chance to pull the game out. Uh, and I predicted a win. I didn't know what the score was going to be. I didn't try to predict the score, but I was just so stoked to see the Chiefs lose this game. Did either of you get a chance to watch the game? Uh, yes, I did. I got to watch the game. Felt like Kansas City got unfairly, you know, they didn't they didn't have their people, but uh, I loved watching oh, them lose. <laughs> I was going to say, if he starts giving them all these excuses, you got bad hands. I mean, here's the thing. Kadarius Toney has no hands. He looked very much like there was a particular game by Jerry Judy a couple of years back. (laughs) I love Jerry Judy. Hoping for big things, uh, great things from him this year, of course. But but man, that kind of brought back horrid memories. From that, was it a five-drop five, five game that Judy had a couple years ago? Oh, yeah, it was like yeah, five, was yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it reminded me of that, but my God, it felt so much better. Just, I mean, that those receivers just looked bad in that game. Those receivers just looked real bad. Yeah, they're young cat. I mean, they're young dudes. Like, they're, they, they're super young guys, and, like, yeah, I, I, obviously, it sounds like I'm making an excuse for, like, Patrick Mahomes. Because Patrick Mahomes, I mean, they only lost by one point. So, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, like, Patrick Mahomes did anything, like, completely wrong. I mean, that pick six was, like, what, off of Tony's hands and then into the rookie's hands, and he went for 50 that yards. Was in, that is... <laughs> <laughs> but this is the worst break you could have had <laughs> ever. So, so... So the Chiefs have won the AFC West, what, seven years in a row. They've hosted the AFC Championship game five years in a row. I mean, they have been so dominant, so dominant and so good. (laughs) But I got to tell you, they look vulnerable this year. It's only one game. Yeah, they do. But you have Travis Kelsey. He's 34. 
right? He's mm-hmm. he's at an age where maybe he's lost a half step. He's more injury prone. It takes a little longer to recover. I mean, listen, he, he he's eventually going to have to, you know, start. Sometimes to, the f- he, he, he's going to slow down a little bit, and maybe this is mm-hmm. the year where they can't really lean. Uh, into him so much and their receivers look really pedestrian they don't have a great receiving core the running backs are you know again pretty average I think that team is Mahomes and a bunch of okay players on both sides of the ball yep. yeah. but Mahomes is so good he's going to get him into the playoffs but I just I don't see the same KC success that we have seen over the last several years with this roster I agree yeah it 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 did not look it look I mean like you said vulnerable best that's probably the best word for it is it they looked very vulnerable as as Mahomes is still Mahomes we're not going to pretend like that's not the case uh, but they absolutely looked more vulnerable and let's not forget that the, the I mean oh god this streak of losses to them is is just insufferable but let's also not forget how many of those were very close games already in years that they looked untouchable. That's true. So if they're starting to look vulnerable now, and we were already bad. I mean, even last year, as bad as last year was for the Broncos, uh, and for, you know, Russell Wilson uh, in particular, as bad as it was last year, we almost beat them both times. It's true. But, both but, times. but Austin, we may have some listeners to the podcast, you know, younger listeners who weren't even born the last time we beat the Chiefs. That's <laughs> true. That's how long it's been. I think it goes back to yeah. 2015 when Peyton Manning was on the roster. You'd have to be a pretty young podcast listener, but yeah, that's true. He's <laughs> 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 seven or eight Very years true. old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So but and let's not forget they're without Chris Jones right now, who was, by the way, in the stands. That was kind of weird. Yeah, that was in weird. the stands watching the weird. game. And let's be honest. Do you think he was really pulling for the Chiefs? It's impossible. He couldn't have been pulling for the Chiefs because the fact My that they gut lost, said no. it helps his negotiating position. It helps his negotiation. If they struggle yes, out does. of the gate. Especially because they lost by one point. You don't think he could have had a one-point difference, oh, one-point yeah. effect, yeah. you know? Get a, they get, only got one sack. One sack. They only on got one stretch. sack on um on, uh, on, on golf, Goff, yeah, and by the way, comfortable all listen, game. Even though he wasn't, he didn't light it up, but he just he didn't look. He looked comfortable all game. You don't want your quarterback. He didn't to look com- bad. You don't want the opposing team's comfortable. Or wow, the opposing team's quarterback to look comfortable. He looked, he I gotta looked t- comfortable. I got to tell you, I'd be quite happy if the Lions have a good season. They are the yeah. by far the worst franchise in the history of the NFL. Zero Super Browns Bowl. pretty bad. Uh, well, Browns have won. Well, okay, we could have that. Argument. Let's call it the reincarnation we, of the Browns. We could have, have been... that argument, but but the Lions, <laughs> the Lions have been pretty bad. They haven't even. Been. They have, and it'd be nice to see them have a little bit of a resurgence. They look good. They have a talented roster. Yeah, they do. And, and one game out of the playoffs. And last I like year and too, I like man. Dan. I like Dan Campbell too. Me too. Dan Campbell's like, yeah. He's 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 a little nutty. He's but crazy, I but I kind of I kind of dig. What <laughs> he is intense. I, I, I dig what he's doing. <laughs> it's working, dude. It's working. I mean, you can't dude, really I, fault it when it's working. If we did, he if goes we didn't and gets Sean Payton. I'd take him. I mean, I mean, you I mean, you look at Goff. Who I mean, he did play in a Super Bowl for the Rams, so it's not like he was a nobody for the Rams. But he, but he essentially was a cast off by the Rams. 
because uh, they thought they needed to get better, and now Campbell's turning turning golf into a pretty prolific passer. Dude, I, you know, I, I mean, I was, credit to the whole coaching staff. I but. was talking to somebody earlier today, and I was like, "What if just crazy? What if like golf turns into like to the new Drew Brees?" Like, you know, like Drew Brees had all the talent, kind of blew his shoulder out, even though golf doesn't have that injury or anything like that. But, like, he was mm-hmm. just cast off from, I mean, obviously there was a draft pick with, like, you know, Philip Rivers and stuff like that. But sort of the same scenario. You're like, oh, yeah, you're good, but you're not that good. We'll just send you somewhere else. And then when he goes to the other place, it's like he sees his full potential. Like, he's playing mm-hmm. better now with with the with the with the Lions that than he ever did really than he played with the Rams. Well, and here's the question: Would Sean McVay uh, rather have golf right now or Stafford? Oh, he would have a hundred percent golf, probably a hundred. I think golf. so. I, you I, you I, want you'd want the longer term answer, of course. You know, and you don't want somebody and who's I, always that, injured either. Yeah. I think golf yeah, looks great. I, I think it really looks good. I, okay, I'm and rooting for the guy. I'm, I'm actually yeah, rooting for the guy. Yeah, but we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't deter ourselves. So we we're, we got to get back on on Broncos here because <laughs> yeah. that's what this is about. We're about Broncos. we turn into a lion. We're just excited. We're, real we're, quick. we're yeah, right. We're excited to have football back, right? And and I think obviously you get that first game, you get that first. A hit of football, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so certainly wanted to wanted to talk about it for a second, but, but obviously turning our attention to the Broncos, yeah, this is a big year. I mean, this is you can't you can't you can't overstate how important this year is uh, going to be for the franchise and where things go from here because you have obviously Russell Wilson coming off his worst year of his career, which was also his first year in Denver, um, and then you got a new. Hall of Fame head coach coming in and Sean Payton. I mean, this is all like just reiterate, reiterating what everyone already knows. But man, this is such a big year for the history of this franchise. Second year in the owner with the new ownership group. First year with this head coach. Second year with Russell Wilson. This is how this year goes is going to have a lot to say with where the direction of the franchise is headed. A lot to say about it. And, uh, we're opening this weekend, of course, with the hated, hated Vegas Raiders. You can't even say Oakland Raiders anymore. This is the Vegas Raiders. So not only are they a hated team, but they're a team without a home. They've never opinion. had a home. Um, yeah, well, it's true. They L.A., Oakland, you know, they just keep flipping the back money, and is, forth. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got no, they got no fan base to be to be loyal to. Um, uh. So what do you, I mean, what do you guys think? So first, I don't want to, let's, before we dive full on into the game this weekend, right. I just want to get your guys' overall thoughts on the team. Obviously we had training camp, we had preseason games, obviously that last preseason game, we all felt great about that one, you know, shutting out the Rams, speaking of the Rams, shutting out the Rams and scoring a, over a 40 burger against them. Yeah. That felt good regardless of whether it was backups or not. True. Um, but I mean, just kind of what, what's your pulse on the team, Ian? We'll start. Let's we'll start with you. What's your kind of pulse on what you're what you're feeling like for this team? Uh, I don't know. My pulse is like uh, I'm still like edgy about about the team, honestly. Yeah. Um. How could you not be? <laughs> yeah, edgy. Like, cause you know, like 
even like when we saw Russell Wilson play in the, what was the second game because that was only three this year. No, yeah, there's only three now anymore. Anyways, uh, it took Cam what to the third quarter to put together like a drive, like super, like a drive. You're playing against uh, what was it, the Forty ers playing against their like second, third stringers. And I was just like, uh, I'm not really feeling it. Like, it, I mean, when he did put the drive together, I was like, it was good. But it was like, what's going on? Like in the first quarter, what's happening in the second quarter? Just nothing was really piling off. But <clears throat> here's the thing that I think I have to say about it is, I think what Sean Payton is putting on, like, like giving us, or giving like anybody, he's he's, he's not showing anybody anything he's like yeah agreed. he's just, not giving us anything I, he, we're just it's like just basically like it's just basically like oh they're just kind of just running routes and stuff like that we don't really care about i mean like yeah we want the win but we're not gonna like delve into our like we're not going deep pocket or anything like that yeah this is nothing more than the this is nothing more than the coach coach suggestions version or part uh, of the uh, madden yeah like madden book. exactly you're like you're just kind of like just <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't know what thing to run, so I'll just use the, you know, I'll just use that. But um, yeah, but I think uh, I mean, obviously the defense looks fairly good. Obviously, always does. Um, it's just you know, I I really hope that uh, uh, Judy comes back this week at, at full health, but he probably won't be full health. But from what I saw, yeah. Stidham looked good, but I would never roll with him. He looked good in the last game. The first two, not so much, you know. Uh, and that's not to take away the credit of the last game. Last game, he did look really good. Uh, but in the first two games, he really he didn't look good. He just didn't look he good. Bad, I mean, as a matter of dude, fact, dude, the like, Nooch looked good, good, and then they cut him. <laughs> the Nooch looked pretty good. The Nooch, yeah, hey, practice squad guy. We got him back. Um, <laughs> I'll take him. I'll say this. So I just kind of want to touch on a few, just a few, kind of just kind of jumping all over the roster here. Just a few kind of feelings that I have about the roster. Um, I'm really excited to have the 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 Bash brothers in the middle with with Josie Jewell and and Alex Singleton back. Oh, yeah. Love that. Oh yeah. Really, really like uh, how you know Justin Simmons looks. Even he looks even rejuvenated in the uh uh in the backside of that secondary and he got to sit out um, too. he he looks so good and then i mean you can't say enough about patrick sertan uh, going into your second year with damari mathis who looked better most of last year than i think we expected him to uh so his second year he could have a lot of a lot of jump a lot of jump in that sophomore season um and then you also have you know caden stern's going to be taking a much bigger role Kareem Jackson back with that leadership at the very least, that veteran leadership and almost like a, a and almost like an additional linebacker in the box during early downs. I think it's um, sure. kind of how I'm just projecting that they'll use him. Hundred percent. Um, but I do have concerns. I do have concerns, and uh, I am concerned about the offensive line. Even though we spent a lot of money on them, uh, on paper it looks a lot better, but. In the preseason, which is still just preseason, it didn't look great, um, and we didn't we didn't even get to see McGlinchey in the preseason, so we can't say much about that. Um, I'm worried about the pass rush. As great as like Jonathan Cooper has looked, as great Ooh. as Nick Benito has looked. Oh yeah, both of them. 
it, it's hard. It's hard to put a whole lot of faith and hope in them because we haven't seen them do it in a regular season against starters yet. Yeah. Um, certainly not consistently. You just saw Frank Clark, who seems to have actually taken kind of a back seat. Well, yeah, he's Frank he, Clark. Yeah, because he's behind Cooper now. You have the always injured Randy Gregory, and then you have the currently injured Baron Browning. Um, I think overall it's a decent group, but you have the injury risks, you have the young guys, etc. And then I'm also, of course, worried about uh, how things are going to shake out with Russell Wilson and the receiver injuries. So Tim Patrick gone for the year. KJ Hamler, he doesn't look like he's coming back with that heart condition. Not true. Uh, they already uh, gave his number number one away, so it doesn't look like he's coming back. Uh then you have Jared Judy, who's hampered right now. Who knows if he's going to even play in this game? Um, he did practice. He has practiced the last few days consecutively. Yeah. Um, but you also have to have like you have to have a big, big turnaround from. Um, you have to have a big turnaround from. Uh, uh, Cortland Sutton. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the name for a second. You have to have a big turnaround from. Uh, uh, not a turnaround, but just a jump in play from Jerry Judy once he is healthy. Because if your number one receiver, again, he looked good at the end of last year, but if your number one receiver is only hitting about 900 yards, then your passing offense is probably not that effective, you know? And so I don't know. That's, I mean, that, that's just kind of my, just kind of quickly running through some of the main spots in the roster. Um, uh, Kevin, do you have any uh, any thoughts on on where, what your pulse is at on the on the team? All right, so we we we've had a pretty weak pulse. This organization has for a very long time. Uh, but if you if you go back to the Broncos' glory years, uh, when we had Dan Reeves as a head coach, and then Mike Shanahan, and I remember all of those years, there were very few games with those head coaches where I felt like we weren't prepared, where I felt that we would weren't in a position to win the game. Rarely were mm-hmm. we ever outcoached, especially with Shanahan. I mean, Shanahan coached yeah. the Broncos for 14 years. He had two losing seasons in 14 years. You just Incredible. felt <laughs> confident with that guy. He was like, you, know. you felt confident with him on the sidelines. We have not had that in a very, very long time. We have been outcoached nearly every game for the last six or seven years. This is why we've had a turnstile of head coaches. Finally, we have a coach that I would put in the league of a Mike Shanahan. We have one of the very best coaches in the NFL. No one debates mm-hmm. it. Uh, Sean Payton is a brilliant offensive mind, strategist, team builder. So all of my optimism is rooted in our head coach. I believe we have the talent to be a very competitive team. I believe we've had talented mm-hmm. rosters over the last several years. Yeah. Why absolutely. have we struggled? We haven't had the right leadership. We haven't had the right head coach. And last year was the most glaring example of that. Now we have a tremendous head coach, probably a future Hall of Famer. You know, the, the, the four pillars of the franchise, ownership, general manager, head coach, uh, quarterback, Three out of those four, I'm not including quarterback, I think we are in great, great shape. Now we're going to have to wait and see if Sean Payton can um, find whatever is ailing Russell Wilson and get him back to his pro level 
uh, um, past and, and, and the talent we, we believe he still has. So I, I do feel you know, good, but I also think that it's going to take a while for Sean Payton to really get his system in place, get the right players, his type of players on the team, meaning it, this is a transitional year. You know, if we make if we make the playoffs, I think we should be elated. I'm not counting on Absolutely. it in, in in his first year, but we're heading in the right direction. I like what I've seen from him. Love the intangibles. Love his no nonsense approach. There's no question who's in charge in that building, and I just love his creative mind. We are going to have defensive coordinators on their back heels all season. Yeah, and I also feel that that. Um, uh, that Sean Payton is one of these guys who is just incredibly self-motivated and is just not going to give up, will not throw the towel in. He's always going to keep pushing the envelope, trying new things, and pushing this team. So thank goodness we have a coach I think that we can um, be proud of, a coach that that's going to keep us Finally. in. Yeah, be, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a coach is going to keep us in games. And listen, we're trying to compete against Kansas City. We can't compete with them. With, with with Reed as a head coach. Finally, we've got somebody who, who can go head-to-head with Reed when it comes to tactics and game plan. Chess matches out yes, there on the field. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I second a lot. Of, I mean, just about everything you said there. Um, I yeah, And here's the thing. Even with even with Wilson, you know, we're all, we're all talking about, because of how bad last year looked, we're all talking about, like, oh, can Sean Payton get Russell Wilson back? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. That was, I mean, we still forget. I think sometimes we we don't take into account that was still the only year in his career that he's been bad. You know, Very that he's true. been a below average quarterback. He's he's been in the top five or ten virtually every year of his career Except for last year up until last year. So last year is the anomaly. Now, of course. You know, that a lot of us are fearful that that's just like, oh, he's at that point of his career. He's 34 now. Like, he's just hit that wall, and it's just a quick drop-off like it is with some people. But there is also the opposite end of that, that it could have been that's the anomaly versus, you know, the 10 years before that being the anomaly. So, um, yeah, so, I mean... We forget that. Obviously, the hope is that he, Sean Payton, is able to get Russell back to uh, the type of type of player that he was before. And I just look honestly. I just look at Sean Payton's history with other quarterbacks. Everyone talks about Sean Payton playing or having Drew Brees as a quarterback for all those years and all the other ones. <laughs> amen. Right. Like Drew Brees was amazing, but we also forget how well he did those first few games with Jameis Winston. Exactly. Yep. We, we forget we forget that he was leading yep. Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill to wins mm-hmm. uh, in those in those couple of years. Like it's not as though or Teddy Bridgewater going five and five and oh and yeah, sure. that's right. A lot of Broncos country hated Teddy Bridgewater as a Bronco. I, I did. didn't mind him. Yeah, yeah. He was just average. He was just average. Average. Did like, I oh, made him? Well, he's 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 not the goal. Like he's definitely not the goal. But um. And so he he went five and zero oh and put and 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 in in five games turned Teddy Bridgewater into what people believed was now like a bounce back potential franchise quarterback and the Carolina Panthers gave him a big contract. So it's not as though that he's only worked with Drew Brees and that's the only quarterback that he was ever able to make uh, play at a high level. And so I really have a lot of high hopes for Peyton as a coach. As for the team, we'll see. 
He did take a three-win Saints team the year before he got there and turned them into a 10-win team The his first year as a head coach. And, mind you, that roster was not nearly as talented as our current roster. No, it's very true. Last year, how many game, how many one one score games did we lose? It was insane. If we had won every every game that we had lost by one score, which by the way, a head coach making good game management decisions can have that effect. But if we, let's say we had won that, I can't remember the number. Maybe if you have it off the top of your head, but I believe we would have been a twelve win team. And that's with a decimated roster last year. With a decimated, decimated. roster. So I'm just like, man, because the roster, we saw the roster. It's not like, other than the injuries, the roster itself was not in shambles last year. It was a good roster with a terrible head coach who had nothing but first-year people in their roles as his coaching staff. Including uh, himself. It wasn't just Hackett. Everyone was incompetent. It wasn't all Hackett. It was no, everyone yeah, was incompetent yeah. in that coaching staff for the most part. And uh, and and so Sean Payton obviously bringing his expertise and bringing a lot of expertise with him on his staff. The only one that I'm a little iffy on is Joe Lombardi. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Um, but you gotta think. you got to think about it this way. It's like, dude. He came. He comes from the, like the Bill Parcells tree. Uh, no yeah. BS coaches. I mean, like, there's not too many of those old school coaches left. Now we all get the McVeighs and the, you know, you know everybody. All the young coaches now, like the old school coaches, kind of like are dying out. And like ones that like, so you still got you know Parcells. I'm not Parcells. You still got a. a Oh, God, I always forget his name because I hate him so much. Uh, Bill Belichick. So you still got those dudes. Even Mike Tomlin to a lesser degree. Mike Tomlin been doing it for almost 20 years. Now, I mean. Never had had a losing record. Never had a losing record from Newport News. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, these old school coaches, I mean, they, you know, Russell Wilson, I mean. Peyton asked him, he's like, hey, man, are you ready to be coached? Like, like, and like, seriously. Coached are, hard. Are he you ready? Coached, coached, coached hard. hard. Are you ready to be coached? He's yeah. like, yeah. And I, I don't even. I think he is. I don't even know if he, like, even fathom what he was, like, talking about. Because, I mean, Pete Carroll's an old school coach, too. But I don't think he's as old. No, nah, not as much. He is more player friendly. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is more player yeah, coach yeah. than. Peyton's going to go in there and be like, dude, I'll murder everybody. What are you talking about? <laughs> or what he said to Danucci about <laughs> getting a job as a Walmart bag or something. What was this? Austin, what's you didn't this? Hear, you didn't hear that? I didn't hear it. Oh, uh, yeah. When Danucci had like a, he threw like a bad interception at practice. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to butcher the quote. So please don't quote oh, me. Wait, but I know something the you're talking about like, that. It was it was something in the vein of like oh yeah well it's a good thing you know Broncos are owned by Walmart because Danucci's gonna be able to fall very easily into a nice job at Walmart. Jeez. <laughs> After he threw a bad pick at practice, that's the coach you want. That's not exactly. It was something to that effect though. That's the coach you want for real. That's the coach you want. You like just be like look dude. It's like dick I was on like, you. Dude, I will cut. You will be a bagger in a day. That was that was brutal. Oh, dude, he is um, brutal though. 
Well, so yeah, that's definitely the kind of coach that we want. We're glad to have <laughs> glad to have that kind of guy in Denver here. So, um, but we got to move on. We got to move forward here. Uh, let's talk about the schedule. So they're saying it's like the twelfth hardest. I think the twelfth hardest ranked schedule or something like that. Um, so it's not certainly not on the easier side of schedules, but that probably includes the fact that we have to play the Chiefs multiple times. So we kind of have to deal with that every year, but. Week one, we have the Raiders, okay? So let's let's talk about the Raiders. The Raiders are kind of in shambles right now, which <laughs> goes without saying when you include the fact that their head coach is Josh McDaniels. Um, they're kind of in shambles. They have uh, Devontae Adams earlier in the year uh, was just expressing his displeasure, what he, how he was being used on the offense, what they were doing on the offense. Uh, you had, obviously... Derek Carr is gone. Jimmy Garoppolo is in. Uh, you have Chandler Jones. I don't know what's going on with him. I'm not going to, you know, because it could be it could be on him. It could be on the team. We don't know. So I don't want to dive too deep into that. But doesn't look like Chandler Jones is going to play in this game either. Uh, so that kind of leaves a big three, at least in my eyes, of guys that we have to worry about and deal with. That's Max Crosby, obviously, right? Sure. Josh Jacobs, he is back, but he hasn't he hasn't practiced much. Now that could mean he's either it could be a good thing in the sense that oh maybe he's not in football shape yet, or it could be a bad thing in the sense he's, he's a Broncos first. murderer. Though. We, he's we a don't Broncos know. murderer. He yeah. is a Broncos murderer, and then and then you have of of course Devontae Adams, which is really the only matchup that <laughs> has given Sertan any any trouble for the most part uh, in his career so far. Yeah. Um, so, so how are we feeling? So I want to I want to get score prediction, and just kind of what 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 your gut feeling is going into this game, um, Kevin. Why don't we start with you this time? What what's your kind of feeling going into this this Raiders game? I mean, it's really hard to know what what to expect. You know, with, with a new coach, it, it used to and be six straight losses against the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, it, it used to be you know home opener in Denver. It's a virtual guarantee we're going to win that's yeah. when we used for many decades we had the best home record in the nfl no one would touch us but yeah. we, 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 we've lost that home field advantage that's one of the things i really want to see out of the new head coach let's let's start winning at home let's defend mm-hmm. you know our turf so you know we're fortunate this is probably as good a matchup as we could have hoped for for an opening game you know, the raiders are are Last year, they won six games. They won one game more than we did. Their defense yeah. wasn't particularly good. I think they've actually taken a step back at the quarterback position. Uh, you know, I, Carr, agree. I agree, personally. It, Carr, I think, is tremendously underrated. Uh, it, how do you, Garoppolo? How do you say his name? Garoppolo. 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 Garoppolo is one of the most fortunate NFL players of all time, right? First, he's, he, 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 he's drafted by the Patriots. Great he's son. blessed with stunning good looks. First. He's, just, he's just a good-looking dude. <laughs> but but listen, he had a chance to sit and, and learn from Tom Brady. Then he goes to the greatest situation in modern football. He goes to San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, the quarterback whisperer, with a great roster. And, and roster, and he won a lot of games. I, you know, I wonder if, if if he had been traded to the Tennessee Titans, 
you know, no. five years ago. He'd be, he'd be out of the league now. So I, I, I don't think he's a great quarterback, which, which works to our advantage. I really do believe that this team is going to come ready to play. Uh, and certainly I think Sean Payton is going to have a creative game plan. He's going to need to get creative. We're missing a lot of weapons on the outside, right, with injuries. I don't think we're going to have Judy. Uh, but I, I, I think we're going we're gonna to win this, this game, and uh, enthusiasm is going to be sky high in uh, Broncos country. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that, I, I, <clears throat> yeah. I sign up for that. Ian, what do you think? Well, I think uh, I was like, well, Josh McDaniels did win two games against – a team that literally didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, and he, you know, obviously we know him as a coach, better Broncos coach. You take you away know. their Broncos wins. They only won four games last year. <laughs> I know. They suck. <laughs> I mean, but we sucked worse. I know. Um, but, like, you know, you know, I, I always think, you know, like, there's anything that Josh McDaniels is, is he's just a cancer to any team that he's around other than the Patriots. For some reason, like, uh, <clears throat> for some reason, like Bill Belichick just likes malignant people around him. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the guy, I mean, yo, he, you know, he, 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 try, yeah, what, what do he do? He, Trash the tight. He didn't even go to the tight, or what was it, Texans or whatever? Colts. Oh, it was the Colts. Yeah, he pulled. A, he pulled a Bill Belichick. Oh yeah, when he <laughs> he pulled right. a Bill Belichick, dude. That oh, what a piece of. Shit. He's like, nah, never mind. Yeah, I'll do the same thing my boss did before too, back in the day. Um, the guys, you know, McDaniel's is he's he's trash. Um, I don't like him as a human being. Um, I, I, I hate him more as a coach. Uh, I don't think, <laughs> uh, dude, I, I, this team is going to get a lot worse. Like I, I Devontae Adams is going to be gone after this year. Um, but I think with this game, um, I think you got to watch out for, you got to watch out for Jacobs because that guy's. He's looking for a contract, and I guarantee it, it ain't going to be with the Raiders. Uh, oh, yeah, watch out for so. Adams, because I guarantee it ain't going to be with the Raiders. Uh, you don't really have to watch out for Garoppolo, because he's just like, I just look good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. dude, the only person that I'm scared is Max Crosby. Yeah, because that guy and, will and just destroy you. He'll eat your children, dude. Just he, right dude, there. he. I, I think he said that he will eat your children. Yeah, I think he actually said he'll eat your children. <laughs> Sounds like a Derek Wolf thing to say. Yeah, it does. Uh, but <laughs> I, no, I think he said that too. After he killed a a a cougar the size of a human. No, it being. was way later. So. He he killed the the cougar way later. He said, "I will eat something about y'all you know, eat your kids." Like when he was still playing, dude, I miss that guy. <laughs> I, I miss that guy, dude. I mean, we don't got anybody on that. We don't have anybody on our team like Derek Wolf. It's that nuts, dude. Yeah, you don't got a guy who's got yo, dude. Yo, I'll eat your kids. And you're like, and then you're like, you're like eight years later, you're like, dude, this guy killed. A cougar? He hunted down a cougar. <laughs> like with his bare uh, hands? Like, <laughs> I'm not messing with this guy. 
<laughs> Anyways, Raiders game. Reel it in. All right, re- all right. So I say we probably win this game. Probably, probably. Let's say like twenty-one to seven. Oh, okay. I really don't think they got, win. I really don't think they got anything going on. If we do have, if we do have Jerry Judy, that's going to be a, a very strong point. We'll see where Marvin Mims kind of like. You know, comes into the in into the process here. Um, we do know that Russell and and uh, Sutton have got some things going on that have been pretty good this uh, this off season and throughout the uh, camp and stuff. So hopefully, you know, like our defense can just stop Jacobs and just stop. Adams, yeah. I mean, and well, then you're the pretty thing. good. The team, the t- all we got to focus on three players. We got to focus on Crosby. We got to focus on Jacobs. We got to focus on Adams. No one else is that much of a threat. Not really. Hunter Renfro will get his occasionally. Uh, they don't have Darren Waller anymore. He's gone. So let's not forget that. Garoppolo. Which is, which I just is think, good. I think he's a fine. I think Garoppolo's a fine game manager, but he's a game. I mean, and that's not entirely a knock on him, but that's just what he is. He's not, he's not going to win. He's not going to, he's not going to will you to victory. He's not that. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, he's not a terrible quarterback, if, but he's not yeah, like, he's not the best. He's not going to, he's not going to win your game, but he's not going to lose you a game at the same time. Yeah. So, um, I would say, I, I do say, I do think that we win this game. I think it's going to be, uh, 20 to 14. That's kind of where I'm, where I'm putting it. Uh, 20 yeah. to 14. Uh, I, I think Judy, he may play. He may not. He's probably gonna be hampered if he does play. Uh, and you got Javante Williams coming in kind of his first real game back from that injury, which is by the way, it's still a miracle that he's even playing uh, this year is insane. He's inhuman. Uh, I think, I think honestly we might (laughs) see quite a bit of Jaleel McLaughlin, uh, running back. Love him. I think we might see quite a bit of him. And then uh, we might see a, quite a bit of Greg Dulcich, as a matter of fact. So, oh yeah, um, the hair. Dude. Uh, Adam Troutman will have a few few dump off passes that 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 uh, can turn into something. But I'm thinking twenty to twenty to fourteen is what I'm putting my prediction at. Now, real quick before we wrap up, I know we're going to wrap up here in just a minute, um, and then we'll we'll you know we're, our our goal is to do a podcast every week throughout the season. Every once in a while, we're forced to miss one just just based on circumstances, different time zones, you know, just the nature of the beast. Um, but uh, but our goal is, to, you know, so we'll be able to talk about this game uh, next week after the uh, after the the victory takes place. Um, but uh, I do want to just kind of just briefly kind of go down. I'm just gonna go down this list, okay? From from game one to game seventeen, I'm gonna go down this list, and we're gonna very quickly. We're not gonna give a lot of reasoning. We're just gonna say gut feeling, win loss, okay? okay. Not gonna dive a lot into details. We're just gonna go gut feeling, win loss, okay? You guys ready? Sounds good. ready. All right. So game one, we've already talked about Raiders. All of us picked the Raiders to win. Yep. Game two at home versus the Commanders. Kevin, uh, win. Ian destroyed them. Okay, I'm gonna go with a win here as well. So that means we are all putting them at two and zero. Game three at Miami Dolphins. Ian 
Loss. Loss. Kevin? Loss. I'm also going with a loss. Unfortunately, I think the heat down there is going to be crazy, and that team is explosive. Um, next next game is in Chicago against the Bears. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one down as a win. Kevin, win, win. God, we are identical right now. Three and yeah. one. Uh, week five, the big talked about game <laughs> that got hyped up for you know reasons it shouldn't have. <laughs> At home the against the Jets. Ian, go. Win. Kevin, loss. go. Loss. Okay, I'm going to go with a loss here as well. Okay. Hate it. Don't like it. But, have to uh, win it, but it's okay. Ian, you got us at four and one. Kevin and I, we are at three and two. Uh, following week, at the Chiefs in Kansas City. Lost. Kevin. Okay, lost. Ian says lost. lost. Kevin says lost. I say lost. Kevin and I, we're at three and three. Ian's at four and two. Packers at home. Packers. Kevin. Win. I'm going to go win as well. Ian. Win. Okay, we all got to win. Kevin and I are four and three. Ian, you're at five and two. Ian, can you keep track of your own record? Oh yeah, I got it, dude. <laughs> I got it. I'm getting. I'm getting. As we get deeper, I'm. I'm starting to get. I got. I, I got. Uh, I got five and two. Dude. We're going. We're we're facing. So in a three week span, we face the Chiefs twice. So we're going back home to face the Chiefs before the bye week. Ian, win. Kevin, that's a win. We're gonna beat him finally. I'm going to say a win as well. I'm going to say a win on that second try at home. All right. So right before the bye week. So we're looking hot going into the bye week. So uh, Kevin and I, we're at five and three. Ian, six and two. I'm still keeping track and I shouldn't be. Uh, Then we got a bye week. So nothing bye week. We come back from the bye week. Monday night football against the Bills in Buffalo. Wow. Ian. Wow. This is a brutal one. This Uh, is a brutal one. In Buffalo? <laughs> ah, dude, I'm gonna have to go loss on this one. Okay, so you got six and three. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a loss as well, Kevin. I, I can only hope and pray for a win, but that that's likely a loss. <laughs> you and I are too. I mean, unless I mean, unless I mean, unless like they, you know, like they just unravel. Is like as the Bills. I could, it could happen, but but so cool. uh, we're five and four. Kevin and I are five and four. You're six and three. Vikings. Uh, the following week, Sunday night football. I'm. It's at home, in Denver. I'm going to mark it as a win. Kevin. Wow, that's a coin toss, but I, I'm going to give it to the home field team. Uh, win. Okay, Ian. I'm going to give it a loss because we don't have enough people to cover all the people they throw to. Too many, too many top tier talents. Okay, so that puts our records in alignment again. We are both at six and four. All three of us are six and four again. Crazy at this point in the season. We're all at six and four. Uh, The following week, still at home against the Browns. Ian, win. I say win as well. That's a win. Win. Okay, we're all seven and four. (laughs) And we Um, didn't. Yeah, we didn't like try to do this because this is (laughs) no. This is not intentional. We're just diving in. Uh, Following week. At Houston Texans, Kevin. Man, I can't. It's hard to believe. I think we might go eight and four win. <laughs> eight and four for me too, Ian. Bro, if we lose this game, I'm oh, going to well. be swinging from the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going eight and four. Okay. Following week at Chargers, I'm going to say win. Kevin. That's an L. Loss. He's saying no. loss. 
It's a it's a it's a win because they the Chargers can't ever close a game out, especially at home. Uh, okay, so that puts me and Ian at nine and four, Kevin at eight and five. Yes. Uh, following week at the Lions, oh, Kevin. Go. Oh, that's oh. a loss. Ian, go. It's a win. I'm gonna say win as well. So okay. Kevin. Uh, that puts you eight at and, eight and seven. No, yeah, no, he's, he's yeah, eight and seven. No, no, no. I don't think so. Oh my gosh, did I? I lost track. I lost track. Or eight and six. My, it, you know, it, it was seventeen game schedule. The three left. So I'm eight and six. Eight and eight six. And six. Eight and six. Okay, you're eight and six. I'm eight and six. I said win. I'm nine and five. Ian, you said we're both nine and five. You said win as well. Okay, nine and five. Yeah, we're okay. both nine and five. Eight and six, nine and five. Okay. Versus the Patriots on Christmas Eve at home. Ian. When? Dude, we're not. I say when too. When? Kevin, what do you say? I say when. Okay. You say when, so nine and nine and six. We're ten and five. Okay. Correct. Right. At home against the Chargers. Kevin. Loss. Loss at the Chargers, okay? So that puts you at 9-7. and seven. Correct. Ian, what do you say? I'm going to say when. I say sweep Chargers here. They don't I also say that team. we sweep the Chargers. Uh, actually, no, I'm going to... Yes, I am going to say we sweep Chargers. Yep, I'm going to stick with my gut feeling. Uh, so that puts you and I at 11. Is that puts yeah. at 11 wins? Oh, my God. Dude. 11, yeah, yeah. We're, now we're getting weird. We're, ele- we're 11 and 5. Uh, and then and then nine and seven. Six, nine, seven. nine and seven. Yeah. Correct. Uh, last game of the year is in Vegas against the Raiders. <laughs> Ian. Oh. You're going to murder him. We're going to murder him, he says. So Ian's giving us a 12-5 and five record. Kevin. Uh, I'm going to say win. I wanted to g- somehow get to 10 wins. I did it. I think we win you- nine or 10 games this year. I'm going to go with the optimistic view and say we get 10. 10 and 7. Yep. I'm going to go loss against the Raiders in Vegas, divisional opponent. They did still went, beat us six times in a row. Uh, divisional games are just different. So I'm going to say I'll, we all have very similar but different records. Ian says 12 and 5. I say 11 and 6. Mm-hmm. And Kevin says 10 and 7. So. <laughs> Uh, there you have it. Yeah. You don't even have to watch the games. Those are your picks for the rest of the Broncos. But we, we all have them with a winning record. And, That's and, true. And, it's, and, yeah. you know, in playoff contention. We all we, we all are basically, depending on how the rest of the conference shakes out, they're basically saying playoff team. So, and, and, uh, and, all right. And, and really, if you want to kind of check our record here, go back to last year's podcast before the first game and check our predictions i think i I think what you'll find is that we were woefully off woefully off i I, I seem i most people i think ian had us at 13 wins last year ian had like 13 wins yeah he may have has it 14 wins he may have had a 14 (laughs) It, it, okay. I mean, I'm not lying, dude. I had to sit like, dude, when we got when we got Russell He said Wilson, Super Bowl. And Hackett. Dude, Ian I thought, was all in. Dude, I was I was dude, I was all in. I was like Hackett. Well, I I was real 
I liked Hackett when they thought we were going to get uh, Rodgers. And then, like, they're like, oh, yeah, Rodgers is going to stay with the uh, Green Bay Packers or whatever. And it was like, oh, yo, you get Russell Wilson. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, Russell Wilson's been dope for, like, you know, like the last 11 years. Oh, yeah. And then, like, you just, like, saw whatever the hell that was. Last year was weird. So I, I know uh, we all predicted really good records last year, and we're all obviously picking good records this year. So um, we're excited for the season, of course. We hope everyone else who's listening right now is as well. But that's going to do it for episode one of the 2023 uh, edition of the D-Bronx podcast. We can't wait to be cheering these these Broncos along uh, with everybody. Um, so from Ian, from Kevin, and from myself – Thank you for listening to the D-Bronx Podcast. We're out. Thanks for listening to the D-Bronx Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, help us out by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts.